what is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing on a Thursday? Today is the 8th, December 8th, 2022. What's going on out there? How are you today? Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, something kind of interesting, how professionals make their money, like what it looks like. And I've got a couple stipulations. Before we get into this, this is not all professionals. This is my experience. I'm sure there's different people who have done this different ways successfully, okay? So this is not the guide for the one way to do it, but it's my guide. It's how I've made money, how I've found success in the sports betting world, and what I do kind of on a daily basis, everything I look for in this. Because it's one thing to make money. It's one thing to make money for a month, a season, a year. It's another to do this consistently to make a living. And that's what we'll talk about on today's show. The first thing I can recommend is sign up at Better Edge, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. The reason is they get rid of the VIG. So the number one way I, I, I tell everyone to make more money immediately, get rid of the VIG and you can start making more and losing less with Better Edge. B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20. I'll just put in 20 bucks in your account. You don't have to deposit anything with the promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, How I make my money, and I would assume lots of other professionals make their money. What does it look like? What's the checklist for certain things to make a profitable sports better? And if you want to do this, start making more money, things that you certainly, in my opinion, need to start paying more attention to. So the first thing is that every single bet you make, theoretically, ideally, every single bet you make should be plus EV. Now, this is a lot easier said than done. There's a lot of work that goes into guaranteeing this, we'll talk about, but plus EV on every bet is important. Now, you may ask, what does that even mean? What does plus EV mean? EV means expected value. And when you you talk about a plus EV or a positive EV, What that means is for any given bet that you make, if you have a positive EV, you're expected to win for that bet. You have the edge, the mathematical edge or advantage over the house. So every bet that you have a plus EV, you're expecting to win that bet. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to win. As a matter of fact, you're going to lose a lot. Okay, think about a blackjack table. Theoretically, every single hand, they have an advantage. Now, I know you can count cards, and, and, and there are certain times in the deck where that's not the case, but let's talk generalities, okay? Just, let's just not make this too complicated today because, trust me, we could go in the weeds if you're going to be nitpicky with every little thing. So if you look at a blackjack table, theoretically, every hand they have or that they deal, they have an advantage, yet they're going to have a lot of losing hands and a lot of losing nights. Roulette, even more so. The roulette table really never gives the player a theoretical advantage, yet they're going to lose thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, you know, on any given night, maybe even hundreds, hundreds of thousands. But over the course of a month or a year, they're going to make it back. They know they will. It's a mathematical certainty. How do they know that? Because every spin of the, of the roulette wheel is positive EV. So all they need is volume. Just like a sports better. If we have plus EV, all we need is volume, and we'll get there in a second. But the first thing that every sports better needs, if you're going to be successful, is a positive expected value on every single bet. Now, again, like I said, that's a lot easier said than done. You ideally want this every bet you make, which is why everyone should be making single bets, not parlays, and certainly not same-game parlays. That's why I say to avoid 
things like same game parlays and first touchdown scores, things like that. Because based on the definition of those bets, they're never going to be positive EV. They are always negative EV based on what they are. Okay, uh, let's use the first touchdown score as an example. They're always going to take off enough juice to make it worth their while. And I think we used Cooper Cup last year in the, tu- in the uh, Super Bowl as an example. Now, I forget who actually won it or who caught the first touchdown. It may have been Cooper Cup. I forget off the top of my head. But my, my point was what they're charging for Cooper Cup is so much more expensive than the actual true odds should be. Okay, I think it was like plus 500 last year, five to one. Right, and if you think about it, let's, let's just go through that quickly. Like, like the Cooper Cup example. If you think about Cooper Cup, even if he catches a third, or, or you know, scores a touchdown a third of the time for his own team, which if you look statistically, that was about the case. You know, he'll catch a lot of the touchdowns, but they they could rush for it. Like, there's a lot of other ways that they could score even on the Rams. Okay, but let's say a third. Well, even if if it's a third for Cooper Cup you have to factor in the other team. So there's a half chance they're going to score first, and there's a third of a chance within the half chance Cooper Cup's going to score. If you pay 5-1, to one, you're a moron on Cooper Cup first touchdown. Okay, I don't care whether it wins or loses. It's a negative EV bet. Same thing with the same-game parlays. If you look at a same-game parlay, <laughs> the juice they take out, what they should pay, and what they do pay, I mean, it's laughable how much they make the same-game parlays negative EV. And look, You may have a hot streak. You may have a great week, a great month. You may have a great season. But long term, if you're always making same game parlays, I don't care how great of a season you had making those same game parlays, long term says it's a mathematical certainty you will lose. So that's why positive EV is so important. Every bet you have, you want the mathematical edge. It doesn't matter how many you're going to win or lose. It's not about that. It's about what is your edge in every bet. You're going to see a bunch of people every day on Twitter posting same game parlay wins where they won $100,000, okay? That doesn't make it a plus EV bet. You're going to get lucky. You're going to see a, a lottery winner every year. Does that mean they had something up their sleeve. There was a, no, they got lucky. Sometimes people get lucky. Let's not confuse that with a good system to continuously win and profit betting sports. And then finally, before we move off of EV, other things you can do to guarantee EV, because you're like, you know, you may be saying, okay, now that I know what EV is, great, but how do I achieve plus EV? Here's a couple things you need to do. First of all, buy early. Second of all, shop around. Those That goes without being said right? Find the best line. Uh, this next one I would say is probably the hardest to do, but maybe the most important have a solid handicapping system. Okay. Again, easier said than done. That's why I went back to school in my late twenties. I went to DU. I went to MIT. Why? So I could have a solid handicapping system. And when I said, or, and and when I say things like, I think the Dallas stars will win 57 and a half percent of the time, That's got to be accurate because if the market's charging 56%, I'm making that bet. Okay, so it's it's so important to have a solid handicapping system, and that's probably the hardest hardest part of this whole thing. Okay, but that that is important. And then finally, with with EV, know how the market works and why books, sports books, make the decisions they do. Who was that? uh, Sun Tzu, know thy enemy. How are you going to be expected to beat the sports books if you don't know how the sports books work? Right, and we talk about that a lot on this show, how sports books works, the inner workings. Why we don't we don't just find it interesting, you know? Fuck the bookies, but we do it because if we don't talk about how they work, how are we supposed to beat them? We have to know why they're doing what they're doing if we're going to take advantage of what they're doing. 
right, let's move on from EV, but that is important. EV, spend a little bit of time on that expected value. The next thing that I do that most profitable sports bettors do, they make sure that bet size maximizes profit. Okay, now I use Kelly Criterion, other sports bettors use other approaches, but this is, I believe, one of the most ignored parts of the entire process, bet size. What you'll see a lot on Twitter is, you know, one unit, half a unit, two unit, three unit play, max bet, well play, five units. It's so much more nuanced and complicated if you're going to maximize profit. And again, I use Kelly Criterion. What it gives me is an exact percentage to bet of, any, of my bankroll at any given time. And I mean, if I have, let's just use a very hypothetical number. If I have, let's say I have $10,000 in the bankroll, you know, it may tell me to make a bet for $157.34. It may tell me to make a bet for $849.55. Whatever my system tells me to do, I make that bet to the penny because it's telling me that's the maximization of any bet that we have any given time. And every bet's different. I, I mean, I never make an exact bet, you know, exactly the same without my computer telling me what to do. So you may say, okay, that's not feasible for me. I'm just, I have a day job. I can't go to Kelly Criterion all the time and make sure it's, you know, that, that I maximize my bet. Well, I would say if you're looking to do this professionally, how other pros do it, they, this is important part of the process. Okay. So there, there's two, two camps here. If you're in the camp of, I want to be a pro, you have to maximize every single bet you make to the penny. But if you're like the other 95% of the audience and you're like, I just want to, uh, uh, you know, make a little bit more and bet profitably. It's actually, I want to be clear about this. It's actually still a profitable approach to make singles bets with one flat unit. But what you have to do is never change your unit. So if you, if your unit size is, let's say 20 bucks, then every bet you make has to be 22 to win 20. You don't say, you know, I'm going to get excited this bet, bet 40, and it has to always be 22 to win 20. If you're looking to maximize and you have a day job and you're just looking to bet, fine. That's a good piece of advice. Flat bet, that's fine, but don't deviate from that. But if you're asking how pros do what they do, maximizing every bet they have is so important. So bet size is actually just as important as EV. You want to make sure that every bet you have is maximizing your return. Uh, next, what all pro sports bettors do and what I rely on here is volume. Because as we talked about earlier, the margins are so thin. You need to exploit small edges here or there, okay? Margin of error is thin. I want to repeat that. So volume's everything. Now, I know there's, of course, going to be some sports bettors out there that hit some huge bets and, 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 and shack up for the air. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those who do this for a living or generally those getting volume. Now my ROI, my return on investment is about 7.3%, but my advantage any given bet is very different from ROI. ROI, again, return on investment. That's how much did I invest? How much did I make? But if you look at each individual bet, my advantage or my edge is much smaller than 7.3%. My my average, I'd say, like off the top of my head, my average usual edge for any given bet is maybe like 2%. It's anywhere from like a half of a percent to maybe four or 5%. And just think about it. If they're charging minus 110, obviously that's the classic number they're going to charge for any bet. What that means is that event that they're saying, whether it's the Lakers to win by three or, you know, the Joey Chestnut to eat 72 hot dogs. If it's minus 110, what they're saying is that event is going to happen 52.38% of the time in order for that to be a fair bet. So 
if we think something is going to hit 53% of the time and the market is charging minus 110, we make that bet. That's a profitable bet. Now, we only have a an edge of 0.62% on those bets, but you make them. They make money. I make bets like that all the time. Now, again, that goes back to the the most important thing is knowing that we have a 53% bet and the market's charging 110, 52.38. That's everything, right? That, that's hard to do. But once you do that, we make all those bets, all those 53%ers and 54 and 55%ers because we have a theoretical edge on every bet we make. And think about it. Some of those edges are small, minuscule. The bet I said earlier, we have a 53% bet that they're charging minus 110. That's a 0.62% edge. But blackjack, do you know what the household in blackjack is? 0.5%. So if we make a bet that we think is a 53% winner and the market's charging minus 110, we have on that bet a theoretical edge larger than the house has against us in blackjack. So you can see that when it really boils down to the numbers, everything is about volume, whether you're talking about roulette or blackjack for the casinos or sports betting for us. There are no great advantages the house have over us or we have over that. Actually, let me adjust that. If you're making singles, there's no great advantage. The house has over us or we have over the house. It's about exploiting small edges here or there if we're going to be profitable. Now, I will say this. The house can take advantage of us if we are doing things like same game parlays, first touchdown scores. That changes this entire conversation. Okay, Then the house has a massive edge. You can't win doing that. I'm here to instruct how to win. You simply cannot. It's impossible to win if you're constantly playing same game parlays. And just to bring to light the volume, what that really means, you have to bet a lot of money to make a small amount of money. If I'm going to make $70,000 in one year betting sports, how much money do you think I need to bet? With about a 7% ROI. I'll let you do the math real quick. If I'm going to make $70,000, how much do I need to bet that year? The answer is about a million dollars. Now, before you start going insane and start yelling and go, how am I supposed to? That's, that's insane. No one can do that. It's impossible. It's actually not nearly as bad as you think. Okay. The way this money adds up, let's do a quick example. A little, little quick math example here. Let's say you're a $20 better and your unit size is 20 bucks. And as I said earlier, nothing wrong with flat betting. Okay. So every bet you make is 22 to win 20, assuming you're betting minus 110. Well, the average person is going to go 50%. My dog's going to go 50%. And you listening, you're likely to go over your lifetime 50%. So once you start adding, adding up the numbers and seeing what you're expected to lose and win, betting smartly, it's actually not that bad. So let's think about it. If you're a $20 better, you bet 22 to win 20. After eight games, only eight games, you've theoretically likely gone four and four. You've bet $176 and you're only down eight. So you've lost eight bucks over the course of eight games. Okay, that's not bad. You're losing two bucks a, a, a pop and you're winning every other game. Okay, so let's, let's extrapolate that more. After 40 bets, 4-0, after 40 bets, you've now bet $880. You've won 400, right? Because you're winning half your bets, you've won 20, and you've lost 440. Okay, so again, you've won... $20 20 times, and you've lost $22 uh, 20 times, right? You're, you're, you're 20 and 20, 40 bets. So you've won 400, lost 440, you're down 40 bucks. 
So over the course of 40 bets, you're down two units and you've gambled $880. So that's how this kind of works with the volume and getting everything up. You've bet $880, you're a $20 better, and you're only down 40 bucks. That's expectation for the average better out there. So it just flips. If you're, a, if you're a positive better, now you're expected to win that money, but that's how you need volume. So when I say, yeah, I made 70 grand this year. Well, how much did you gamble? A million bucks. Most people are like, that's crazy. There's no way. How do you bet that much money? When in reality, it adds up quickly with your winnings and losings and the, and the margins. It's not that bad. But to recap, volume is super important. And I'm going to kind of go backwards here, but volume is everything. And you need a lot of volume because why? We have a positive expected value in every bet we make. So if we have a small, tiny theoretical edge, we want to exploit that edge with as much data as possible, as many games and examples as possible. Okay, if you have a 1% edge against me in anything, the fewer times we do that, whatever it is, I'm gonna have a better chance to win. But if you extrapolate that, okay, over the course of a million bets or a million times played, it's going to be impossible. I could beat LeBron James one-on-one if, if, the, if the game is first one to score a basket wins. Okay? I could beat LeBron if I started with the ball and just like ran around and, and chucked it up and it, I got super lucky and it went in. Of course I could beat LeBron. Okay? But if it's best of 20, I'm not going to win. The fewer examples, the better it is if you, if you have a losing edge. If you are the loser... That's why if you're not a good sports better and you hit that 10-team parlay, count your winnings and never make a bet again because you're going to give it back. But if you're a winning sports better and you hit that parlay, keep betting because everything you do is going to make money back over the long run. Could you? Could me as a pro sports better have a bad week, bad month, bad season even? Yeah, of course I could. But over the long run with positive EV bets, it's all but guaranteed you're going to make money. All right, that does it for today's show. Appreciate everyone listening. If you have any questions or you want any explanations on anything, you can contact us on Twitter at SBD underscore POD, SBD underscore pod, or you can uh, just uh, tweet me individually, Tyler Walgie, at Tyler Walgie. That's Tyler W-A-L-J-E. So, all right, whatever you have going on today or tonight, good luck. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily. Sports Betting Daily.